Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 124. Uh, sometimes I, uh, I sit back and I think, oh my gosh, you know, 124 podcasts, that's pretty cool. So I have to say, I've really, really enjoyed uh, doing all of these, and I realized, wow, that's 124 uh, passages, scriptures, even more, because sometimes we I do one in two verses or three verses at a time. But the fact that we've gone through a decent amount of scripture in in over a year, so we've we've I've been doing this for over a year, and in kind of that routine, it's been really really great a routine routine for me. Great accountability of going like stay connected, stay connected in God's word, stay connected, uh, and then really um, what's been helpful for me is as I'm processing through this. And going, Jeff, what is this? How does this uh, make a difference in your life? Like, how will this change the way you view today and live today? What's been really cool for me is to also go, how will this impact other people? Because I know I get to come here three times a week and sit down in front of this microphone and kind of word process the different things that I'm working through in hopes that it challenges you. It kind of opens your mind and, uh, to some things that, that I think scripture is trying to pull out for us. Um, I'm not the end all be all. So uh, what I would encourage you in this is I, I think this podcast for so many of you is a first step. It's like going to first base. It's kind of nice to get a single like in baseball. It's kind of nice to get a single. It's a lot better to get a home run. And so this is kind of a first base as it relates to your walk with the Lord. It's a great introduction to hearing some verses, but again, like I've encouraged over and over, take the next step, read the chapter, read the context that this these passages are in. Hey, and if you get crazy, just dig into the whole Bible. And uh, Philippians is a great book to work through. Um, as you know, we've been, if you've listened to episode 121, through 123. We've been going through Philippians 2, uh, 1 through 10. So we'll, we'll wrap that up today. But if you're looking for a book to read, get into Philippians. Just slow down, take it a few verses at a time and start to go, what does this mean? How will this change? How could this change my life? How could this impact the way that I see God, uh, that I understand and grow in my understanding of Jesus? And how does this impact the way I live my life? I think that would be really cool if, uh, if we could all go after that. But this podcast is like first base. It's helping us get to first base. It's a great place, I think, to, to jump off of and to take the next steps in our understanding of who God is and what he's called us to do as it relates to what the Bible is communicating. So uh, uh, Philippians 2, 9 through 10, we'll, ap- we'll uh, finish out here um, with these two verses in verses 9 and 10. It says this, therefore. So therefore is there because he's referring back to all the way through, uh, get helping us get to this moment of going like, listen, the last uh, eight verses have been so important trying to get you to this place, right? So therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him, Jesus, the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God, uh, the Father. Um, When we... Uh, we're going through the process of adopting Mika. And if you, uh, if this is your first time at the podcast, welcome. Um, I have a daughter who is 10 years old now, who we adopted when she was four. 
And so when we first got Mika, before we even adopted her, there was this moment that I remember very vividly. I'm in church and I'm holding her because we she didn't feel safe enough to drop her off of the kids uh, area yet. And so she would just come into church with us and I would hold on to her. And uh, in those early days, I think she was just trying to figure out what's going on. You know, who are these people, that kind of thing. And so. So I had her in church and I was holding on to her and she used to press her face kind of like against my jawbone. And then I would sing, you know, like during worship, I would sing and she, she fell asleep uh, when I was singing and I was holding there and I was worshiping and I had this overwhelming moment where I understood as I held this little one, my own adoption. I, it was like, all the things I had learned, all the scripture I've can kind of been growing in and consumed, every sermon, every worship song came to a culmination in this moment as I'm holding this little girl in my arms going, oh my gosh, this is what God has done for me. This is how he loves me. And I'm holding her and, you know, her story is a hard story, right? But I'm holding her and I go, this is my daughter. And this, in this, and in that moment, I just had this very visible, real experience where I sense God doing the same thing to me. Like He's holding me, and He goes, "You're my son, and I loved you. I love you, and this is why I sent Jesus." And and I just started weeping in church. And you know, back then I wasn't prone to tears too easy, um, but I just remember weeping as I was worshiping because I sensed it. I actually felt that He loves me. I actually sense that he calls me son, like all those beautiful, amazing, amazing things that, that, that we believe about him. But so often we feel disconnected. I sensed in this moment as I held Mika and realized I would do anything for her and that we were in the process of adopting her and then coming to understand this is what Jesus, his death and his resurrection, this is what it did for me. It created a rescue for me and that God now calls me. Now, I'm not an enemy of God anymore. I'm a son and he loves me and I've been adopted. And it was this wonderful crescendo. And that's what I, crescendo, what I love about this ending of this section is it's a crescendo, the explosion of the whole orchestra of all these words come together, right? Each instrument declaring its desired purpose for the whole musical arrangement. That's what Paul's been working towards. This is what he's been building on. This is what he's helping us understand. He's going like unity. You got to be together. You got to humble yourself and then look to Jesus. Look what he did. And now the crescendo is everything comes together, right? And if you're in the audience at this moment, you're, you're brought, you're brought to a moment of the beauty of everything you're experiencing. This, it's like it's been building and building and building. And this purposeful declaration causes us to go, whoa, wow. Can you feel it? This is what Paul's been doing, building to this moment. Do you see Jesus? Do you see how much he loves you? Can you feel the notes reaching deep inside of your soul? The God of the universe loves you so much that he sacrificed his son 
But that's not the fullness of this passage. No, no, it's, it's so much bigger than us. So much bigger than us. It's about the son. It's a, about Jesus. And yes, the son is honored by God. Honored by God Almighty for obediently following the will of the Father even unto death. See, a lot of times we make this thing all about us. And in this passage, Paul is giving Jesus his rightful honor, meaning he's saying like this, do you know what's most important here? Yes, it's beautiful that he died for you and rescued humanity. But what's most important is that Jesus obeyed the Father. And as a result of that, every knee will bow, every tongue confess on heaven and earth. He's the king. He's the king. And his kingdom has come and his will is being done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven and earth collide and, and, and as we, as Jesus, the son obediently follows the will of the father and Paul is going, isn't it magnificent? Isn't it so amazing what Jesus has done? And it's almost as if Paul, now imagine this. If Paul looks to us at this point and says, can you believe how amazing Jesus is? Can you believe he loved us that much? And Paul's self-proclaimed witness is this. I'm sitting here in this prison, prison and I am proclaiming this truth because I really believe it. And I've given up everything for it. And the question that he would ask the church and the question he's asking us is this, will you? Is it that precious? Is that amazing that it would just humble you to your core? Will you start to really grasp who Jesus is, how powerful he is, how mighty he is, how glory he, glorious he is that every knee will bow, every tongue will profess the name of of Jesus and that God has lifted him up and is honoring him as a result of his obedience. And as he asks this question and he pulls us back and he's going, will you do that? He's dealing with it. He's, as he's writing these words, I can almost imagine him going, oh my gosh, it's so true. And I believe this and I believe this. And he's going to this church. Will you, I believe it. Will you and I don't know about you, where I sit right here on this front porch. And a lot of times what I'm working through and I'm wrestling through and I'm struggling through is this. I'm just so tired of lackluster Christianity. I'm so sick of whitewashed tombs. As Jesus said about the Pharisees who just went about and did all these religious activities. I'm, I'm exhausted by that. I, I spent a good portion of my life doing that. I'm just tired of lackluster Christianity. It, it's exhausting. And Paul's inviting us into so much more. And the thing that I'm dealing with out here, and I hope you deal with too, is if I, we really believe all that we had read here in Philippians up to this point, 
It should shape everything we do. Everything. Absolutely everything. And why would we do this? Why would we embrace it all? Why would we believe it all? Because we want to join Jesus in his mission of seeing all people come to know him. His love for us so that we'll love other people. This is this moment where we just pause in, this, in the midst of this proclamation and we start to do self-evaluation. Where am I at? Do I really believe all this? Do I really care? Because if I do, it's going to change everything. Am I really wanting to join Jesus in his mission of redeeming the world? He wants to use me. Do I want to be used? Do I believe he is that glorious, that high, that lifted up? Do I believe he's the King of kings and the Lord of lords, that he is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow, that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess at his name? He is high and he's lifted up. He is our strong foundation. Will we really believe that? Do we really believe that? And how does that impact the way we live our life? Because if Jesus is enough, then that's enough. If Jesus is enough for us, that is enough. But what it will do is propel us into the mission of God. We will obediently follow after God in the same way that Jesus obeyed the Father. So the question that, on top of so many other questions that I've brought up here uh, today is, have you made a commitment to really follow Jesus? Do you really want to follow after him? Do you really want to profess him as Lord and Savior over every area of your life? Or are we just playing a game? And I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted with that. I just want to be in. And I'm not going to do it right in his grace and his mercy. It covers a multitude of sins. I know that. And I'm so grateful for that. But I feel so deeply this call to authentically live out my relationship with Jesus as Lord and Savior, that it impacts every little part of my life. And Paul is trying to pull this church into that deeper understanding of going, it's not just about saying yes to Jesus. It's about saying Jesus is everything and all things. And he is high and he's lifted up. So Heavenly Father, we we pray right now that your spirit would convict us and guide us as we do our best to follow after your son, Jesus, and the way he lived his life. And that as we do that obediently, that you would help many people come to know you as Lord and as Savior. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.